Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on a Monday. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News, and uh, we're going to continue our focus on the the greatness of small. And uh, we're very pleased to be joined now by uh, Representative John Curtis, uh, who is a champion of small business uh, for everyone in his district and for the state and the country. Uh, Representative Curtis, thanks for joining us today. Oh, Boyd, uh, thank you. And I can't think of a better introduction than what you just gave me. <laughs> well, good. Well, I, uh, I have always appreciated your focus on the small business owners and uh, they are the backbone. They are the heart and soul of this nation. I, I always say that when we talk about the founding fathers, we talk about them in glowing terms as these wise and inspired individuals, which of course they were, but at their core, their core, they were really just a bunch of entrepreneurs and small business owners who were tired of being overtaxed and overregulated. Uh, tell me what you're doing in this current uh, pandemic uh, to help those hardworking, heart and soul of the nation, entrepreneurs and small business owners. Well, thank you. And let me lead off by saying I actually believe that uh, we'll come out of this and, and the secret will not be the government. It will be our small business owners who will lead us out of it. And uh, that's how much confidence I have in them. Um, we're spending as a team literally sun up to sundown uh, with the majority of our focus on helping small businesses, first of all, to, to influence the legislation that's being shaped in D.C., and then second, to help these small businesses take advantage uh, of what's been put together. It, it's so important, and I know that the additional funds were uh, voted in the House and signed by the president over the weekend, and, and so those things have been replenished. Uh, what's your message for the small business owners today? What should they be doing? How should they be engaging as we start moving into this next phase uh, here during this pandemic? Well, I think my my advice, for what it's worth, would be uh, own your own destiny here. Uh, the, the governor of Utah has, I think, been very wise in not putting out mandates and therefore, I think he's given you a lot of room to, to, to wiggle. And I would, as a small business owner, I would use all the creativity and hard work that you're famous for to find ways to keep your doors open and to be safe at the same time. Uh, and I think that's so important. Uh, often that gets presented as a false choice of you're, yeah. you're either completely shut down or you're you know not being responsible and caring about your neighbor and the community. Uh, help us navigate through that. What is it that we should be watching for? Again, what should the small business owners be thinking about uh, as they try to navigate this uh, really tricky needle to thread? Well, I believe that, um, that although we're missing pieces of information, we actually have quite a bit of information about how to stay safe. So if, if I were a small business owner today, I would figure out how to keep people six feet apart. I would figure out how to encourage them to wear masks in my place of business. I would figure out how to keep uh, a watch on my employees, take their temperature and other things and use sanitation. And then I'd let my customers know that if you come into my place of business, you will be safe. 
and we are open for business, and we can keep you safe. Uh, that And that communication is such a, a critical component of this. If you're just joining us, we've got Representative John Curtis on the line with us. We're talking about small business, really the, the backbone. You mentioned in uh, your testimony uh, before the committee last week uh, that in your district, uh, it's not just that small business is a big deal. Uh, it's it's a big part of the economy. It is over 90, 95% of the businesses in my district are small businesses. And, um, boy, I just tell you, boy, didn't you know this? These, these are the folks who, who just work so hard to keep the lights on. And, and even before this pandemic, um, many of them, it's all they could do, right, to make payroll and to keep things going forward. And uh, I just have so much appreciation for the dedication. Many of them, every year, they'll, they'll put their home up for mortgage on their business. They work hard. They, they just work so hard to keep the lights on. Yeah, and uh, that's what makes it so easy for me and my colleagues to support them back in Washington. Yeah, that's it's so important. I, I want to tap into your experience as a as a business owner. Uh, you, you know what it's like to uh, pass out the cha- paychecks to the employees and then take your own and slide it in the drawer, <laughs> knowing that you can't cash your own your own check right. today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I wish more people had that experience. I, I remember actually. Uh, at one point flying across the country uh, to plead with a customer to pay us so I could catch the next flight back and make payroll. And I think people underestimate how often our small businesses live in that realm and um, really just um, every day are using their hard work, their ingenuity, their creativity uh, to, to make it to the next day. Yeah. Representative John Curtis joining us. And uh, I want to hit one other component. Uh, you, you alluded to this earlier, and I, I'd like to, to dig a little deeper on this. Uh, and that is that uh, you, you talked about using that innovation, that creativity that American entrepreneurs and small business owners are known for. Uh, there's, a again, the false choice that often gets painted out there. Uh, I know has a lot of people just thinking, well, I'm just going to hunker down and, and ride this thing out. Uh, but most of the great innovation, the great breakthroughs and break with the great companies often are founded in really tough economic times. What's been your experience? And again, what's the message to our entrepreneurs today? Well, I'm so glad you brought that up. This, this crisis will present opportunity and the thoughtful, innovative, hardworking entrepreneurs will, will actually not short term, but long term um, come out ahead and, and be the ones who not only survive but thrive. And in many ways, as, as difficult as this is, the silver lining is it will present opportunities. It will get Americans to to create new patterns and think differently. And every time that happens, there's tremendous business opportunity. And I have no doubt that the Utah small businesses will be the ones who will lead the way in figuring out that, that new tomorrow and that new reality and, and figuring out how to monetize that. Wonderful. Representative John Curtis, uh, always appreciate your insight, especially as it relates to uh, our our small business owners, and appreciate your work for them back in uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, as well. All right, uh, again, if you just uh, happen to miss that segment, you can go pick that up uh, on the podcast. Great insight from Representative John Curtis, uh, who did pick up a victory over the weekend as well, the nominee from the Republican Party for uh, his district, getting over sixty percent. Uh, so he will make his way onward. And uh, again, as we hit this focus today in terms of the, the, the power of small, the, the, the greatness of, of simple, 
uh, and whether that's individual acts of kindness and service that uh, we all can engage in, whether it's the power of our entrepreneurs and small business owners that drive the economy. Most of the jobs in this country, and especially in this state, are powered by small business and being able to engage and get them the resources they need so that they can uh, move it forward, lean into this challenge uh, and take advantage of it as we move forward. I want to hear uh, what's on your mind today. As always, you can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500 and 57500 Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, it's all about uh, the bigness of small today. And we'll talk about that more in our final segment coming up at 1150. Uh, we'll give you a little uh, insight and a little saying for your day on a Monday. And so stay tuned with us there. Coming up next, we've got Derek Brown from the Utah Republican Party. They did their first virtual online convention over the weekend. Successes, challenges, new insight, and new innovation coming right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.